Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era Podcast. I am your host, New Era, and I'm coming to you live from Wakanda. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we're on episode two, and I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to the first episode. Um, I've been getting so many awesome messages of how many people liked it and how inspiring it was, and it just means so much to me for people to have tuned into it. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, feel free to hit the link in the bio. No, wait, hey, wait. You could find episode one of the New Era podcast on SoundCloud right now. You could just search up the New Era podcast, and it's still pending to be on iTunes. I will keep you guys updated. Um, if you guys want to be updated, feel free to follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm active on there daily. And my username is new underscore era. And I want to get right into the second episode. And I have a very special guest with me here today. He goes by the name of... Jaman88. <laughs> Jaman Rastavari. So, Jaman, how long have we known each other? We've known each other for a while already, right? Yeah. For, I don't know, since... I don't even remember when. Twitter days. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm still on Twitter, but... Um, I don't remember when exactly we met. I mean, we're from the same town, but we didn't really know each other until we met on Twitter, right? Yeah. So then we would, I think it was, we started talking on there through like my hate with LeBron James, right? And you would always kind of just back <laughs> him up. Anyways, we're not going to get into basketball right now, but so we've known each other for a while. And one thing I've always known is that we mesh so good together. Our vibes are always somehow, some way... We're always on the same page with shit. There's very rare that we have a disagreement, right? Yeah. On, but when we do, it's, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I mean, it's not that it doesn't matter, but it's not that big of a deal because, you know, you have good vibes and then I have good vibes and shit. So you know how much I believe in the whole um, power of positivity, the law of attraction, things like that. What are your thoughts on it? When you hear someone talk about or bring up the law of attraction, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? What is the law of attraction? Is are, are you asking or is that what you think when people bring it up? No, like in general, you know, there's so many ways to interpret the law of attraction. Like you, you could sit there and say, you know, I want a house, I want a house, I want a house, I want a house. Right. The law of attraction is just supposed to give you a house because you're thinking about it so hard. So the the law of attraction, what I interpret from, you know, um, the law of attraction is pretty much it's your thoughts become things. Right. So uh, anything you think of is is the energy you put out is the energy you get. Mm -hmm. That's what the law of attraction is. Okay. Like, has it ever happened to you when you think of a friend or, you know, you think of um, a certain thing? And then all of a sudden you either run into that person or they hit you up or like that shit. What do you, what would you explain that? Is that coincidence or? Yeah. Coincidence, timing. I mean, to me, the law of attraction is just, it takes away from like a work ethic. And you tell yourself, you know, I want this, I want that. I want to be rich. I want to be, you know, I want a big house. I want a nice car. Mm -hmm. And yeah, eventually, you know, three years, five years, ten years, you may get that. 
and you're going to give that credit to the law of attraction? No, I mean, not necessarily. Like, I mean, it's not like I think people um, assume that the law of attraction is just you write down what you want for one thing and then eventually in life you'll get it, you know, and, and it's not that's not what it is. The law of attraction is pretty much the energy. Like I said, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. Not all that energy. Like, for example, you know, there's there's days where like you start off your day in the morning and some people already wake up thinking like, man, today's going to be a shitty day. And guess what? That day is not going to be good because guess what? In the morning, you fucking say you're going to have a shitty day. So that energy you put out from the moment you wake up, if you start off your day negative, guess what? Your whole day is going to be negative. If you start off your day positive, it's going to be, you know, a pretty good day. The law of attraction is pretty much telling you to eliminate that negative emotion and the negative feelings that you have because you're wasting your time. Like anytime we think negative, we fucking we're wasting our time. And the most important thing in life in general that we will never get back is time. Um, he is um, starting his log journey and he's actually in the beginning stages right now. And it's pretty sick. I've never actually met someone that's starting, um, has started their journey. I've met people with dreads. I'm sure you've met people with dreads, right? But nope. um, I've, I haven't seen anyone from the starting process. So it's pretty sick. So why is it that you wanted to get your dreads? Um, at first it was just to do something different with my hair. Then it became just like, um, more like of a spiritual thing just to not cut my hair. Just to me, it symbolizes just purity. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. And then like when, when you, when you first wanted to grow it out and, and start the whole, um, let's just start off saying, okay, the, the. The correct term would be locks, right? It's not, or what do you? What would you consider them? Um, well, I mean, the whole word is dreadlocks. You know what I mean? But locks is like for, I guess, people that don't want to do it for, they do them for more of a hairstyle, right? Than a um, than the spiritual. Yeah. So as far as spiritual, I mean, I, I'm sure everyone knows, uh, you're referring to the um, Rastafarian. Um, culture right as far as and what is it about that that intrigues you so much and wants you to to become more of it um i'm just more of a spiritual person and uh energy karma more than i guess religion religion to me it doesn't don't really vibe with it yeah it doesn't do the body that and the mind that good right i mean i totally agree i'm not much of a religion person myself but I do have friends that are very, like, diehard, you know, mm-hmm. certain religions. And, and it's sick that they believe in it. I just personally have never been that type of um, type of person. Did yeah. you grow up thinking like that, or did you grow up with a different religion? Uh, well, I grew up Catholic. My mom, my grandparents are all Catholic. Right. But, um, you know, you get to an age where, like, I don't want to offend anybody but church is kind of boring yeah i mean you get to a point where you know it's not for you right like right, when I, right. when it, when i was growing up my parents used to force us to go to fucking church on sundays right. and like my mom would bribe us and she would tell us oh if you guys go to church and you guys are good like i'll buy you guys something to eat and so we would <laughs> like me and my brothers would go like but we would just hate being at church and you i mean some people you know would go to church and love it but i just wasn't for it but you know my parents till this day they still are catholic which is cool, but I just don't really, you know, um, continue those beliefs, you know, if, if you know what I mean. But of of the Rastafarian culture and, and the beliefs and everything, what's 
what's one thing that people kind of um, don't know about it and they kind of just assume it's something else? Uh, Rastafarians, it's not a religion. What would it be? It's a lifestyle. Oh, okay. So anything that has to do with ism, well, it doesn't, it's more, it's, they are against an ism, if that makes sense. Right. Like, they don't want to, their thing, they preach and they want to put their word out that it is not a religion, it is a lifestyle. You don't believe in Rastafari, like, you are Rastafari. Everybody so it's like, is, it's within you, it's yeah. not much of a thing that someone could tell you you are, like, if you go to a Somebody, church or something. Yeah, you they're know? like, oh, you're Christian, or you're Catholic, or you're Muslim. Those are all religions based on a book. Right. You know? And Rastafarian is more spiritual, like... From within and... Yeah, and, and like a that. lot of Rastafarians, like, they don't believe in killing. That's why they're all... A lot of them are and vegan. And you know what's it's crazy, too? Like, I've never met a negative uh, Rastafarian right, ever, you right. know, because everyone's so positive, but um, from the outside world, like, from people that don't listen or don't understand what, what Rastafari is... Um, what's one thing that you would say to someone that has no idea what it is? Like, if they ask you, hey, Jaime, what, what is that even? Like, what, like, kind of, kind of, like, let them know at least, like, what to, what it is. It's just the way of life. You want to live your life. It's hard to explain, right? Uh, it is, but at the same time, if you have an open mind, you can get the gist, you know what I mean? Like, in Christianity and, and other religions, they preach, you know, be good and you'll go to heaven and you know but is that the only reason why you're being good is just to get into heaven yeah. like why can't you be good all the time right yeah yeah like does that that's make true. you less of a person or what you know what i mean yeah that's true what is it why do you have to be mean what does it take to be mean it takes a lot to be mean you got to think and plot and plan to be mean and negative it do, you don't think that when you're being good you know what i mean yeah. like it's or if i if i think bad like that's a sin you know if i yeah, yeah, if i'm yeah, jealous or i'm envious like those right. are all real sins but those yeah. are all human emotions yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying I mean, if you get that natural. promotion i'm gonna be like man why didn't i get that yeah i mean i think it kind of just depends like um on on the person you know because sometimes like we're automatically programmed to think like like let's just say you get something right and it's something mm. that i've been wanting and right. It's like, oh, shit, like, why do they have it and not me, you know? I used to have that mindset, like, back in the day. Right. And and now I'm more of like, oh, shit, you got to, you know what? That's what's meant for you. Because, you know what? Timing is never wrong. You know, everything yeah. happens for a reason. And I don't know. I, there's some people that don't believe it, some people that do. But I don't think there's, there's a such thing as a coincidence. I think everything happens for a reason. And regardless of what you believe in, you know, uh, the main thing is pretty much being a positive person will get you where you want to go, you know, right. and, and just be genuine, like doing things because you genuinely want to do it, you know, and, and yeah. like, especially with, um, with the whole process with your hair, it isn't just like you're growing it just, just for the fuck of it or just for the style, which, you know, if you, if you were to have done that, that would be sick too, but you're doing it more for the, um, the spiritual side of it. Yeah. And, um, and who was it that like, that influenced you or was it like an artist that influenced you was it um someone in particular like music or some of your friends that influenced you or how did you start becoming more involved with that um 
to be honest, probably when I stopped listening to like mainstream music, like hip hop, like that was my thing. Like I was. Who was it that introduced you to reggae? Uh. Do you remember? Totally honest. Like yeah. I'm gonna go way back. Yeah. My mom. For no sure. way. For oh, sure. that's tight. Yeah, you know oh, what I mean? That's like, tight. If you want me to go way back, but then, you know, you get older and you start listening to fuck, or, you know, can we Tell cuss? Me. Yeah, yeah sure. we can cuss? <laughs> yeah. We start listening to, um... Mainstream. Mainstream stuff, stuff you know what I what mean? What is and, to nowadays, Bobby Lynn? Oh, yeah. my God, yeah, I don't even... So, okay, for those that don't know what Bobby Lynn is, can you explain to them what Bobby Lynn is? <sighs> Without them having to Google it, because I know yeah, someone's going to be Googling. Read. Um, in the time before time, <laughs> <laughs> you know... Religion has religion is very old, you know what I mean. But to consider what Babylon is and Rastafari, it's like just picture like Las Vegas. Okay. Las Vegas to a diehard Christian is they're not going there. Okay. Because of everything that goes on in Vegas, like Sin prostitution, City, yeah. gambling, all that is um, it's like capitalism. You know what I mean? Somebody's making money off that girl. Somebody's mm-hmm. making money off that casino, and they're not spreading the wealth. That's yeah. capitalism. Like, like for instance, I'm going to go with mainstream music right now. Hip-hop. A lot of the hip-hop that we grew up on, uh, let's say, you know, main, uh, Tupac. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, there was a time before, like, Death Row when Tupac was preaching about, like, black power and and positive energy you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then he got over here to death row and it was just all gangbanging mentality you know what i mean right. like you can consider it's just a negative message is what i would picture i'm not saying tupac was negative you know what i mean yeah. but like back to the influence the, in, you know? that part you know what i mean yeah. like i grew tired of hearing about people wanting to kill themselves and kill other people yeah. and kill their own people and make money off it. Right. Like, which is, that's what you hear most sense? of the time, you know, and it's crazy to think like, you know, even the songs that, that are, that are like on the radio right now and they're, they have like sick beats or something and they're like nice beats that, you know, yeah, they're catchy. You get lost in the beat for sure. Yeah. And then you hear them actually, you actually hear the lyrics and you're like, what the fuck? Like they're talking about killing people and yeah. popping fucking pills and going like overdosing and shit like that. It's like, just disrespecting women. Right. And, and, and it's like, you know what I mean? to each his own if, if that's your music like if you don't do that type of stuff but you yeah. like listening to it because you've never seen it you've never been around it and it like it and paints a picture for you like oh man that's crazy that's cool so do you think if right you, um you know like we're talking about tupac and how he was very much about you know being a positive person and like pretty much black power and kind of letting people know hey you know what you know, you could do anything you want. And then when he went to death row, things kind of changed. He and- got a message that was probably told to him, like, look, by the industry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they were like, look, all that stuff, that ain't going to sell. People don't want to yeah. hear that anymore. You know what I mean? From the 80s where it was, you know, you did still have little factions of, like, the Black Panther movement. You know, his mom was a Black Panther. Yeah, you know right. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. His dad was a Black Panther. So you got to understand where this kid was raised and who he was raised around and what he heard growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it doesn't help when, you know, I'm just taking him and putting him in a category because he did live 
a rough life. Like his mom did end up on drugs. His dad yeah. was murdered. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So and that's I think that's I mean a not, tough life to grow. Not up not to cut you off or anything, but I think that's one of the biggest things that like I always talk about of how like you have to be protective of your energy and who you bring around you. Like for it, um, sure. Um, for example, um, Tupac, when he went to that transition with death row and he had completely different people around him and guess what? They have different influences on you and yeah. they'll tell you, Hey, you know what? No, th- you'll be able to do this. You'll do this. And, and you get influenced by that. Not, not necessarily where it's like peer pressure or anything, but, um, it's so important to, I mean, it's, I think music was a lot different back then because we didn't have what we have now with like social media and anyone could fucking make it. Like you could be, um, any like any type of artist and you'll make it if you just believe in yourself and put your shit on you know um now we don't have the that that label that tells you hey you know what well we need you to do this we need you to do that like there's so many awesome um you know going back to to reggae you know i was talking about how um the one love con the one love festival how there's so many great artists and Mm -hmm. you know most of them are known because now you know social we have social media now and you know which is awesome because they wouldn't have been able to. A lot of people, when they think of reggae, um, they just automatically think of Marley. Any, right. you know, which is awesome because or stoner music. Right. They they I mean? just automatically think you know um, you're a stoner or um, you know my friends that don't listen to reggae and they're like oh you know you listen to Bob Marley oh that's sick I'm like there's more reggae artists than just Bob Marley right, you know right. but um, it's like there's more rappers than Tupac. Right. So but or there's Biggie. any yeah so now it's more like. We we don't have anyone nowadays, like especially with like the, the let's just talk about the industry. We're talking about the industry and how it influenced Tupac and you know kind of how things ended up with him. And unfortunately, he passed away. And we're not gonna talk about the whole. He was murdered. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, he passed away, right? I mean, uh, I mean, I know he was. Uh, is there I a guess difference? It's different. Is it really? When you pass away, it's like natural causes. But oh, dang, yeah. Okay, murdered. well. To me. I mean. Yeah, okay. So Tupac was murdered. We're not going to get into that because I feel like anytime I talk, anytime you and my friends talk about Tupac, it's never ending. So I'm not going to talk about that. Um, so we'll save that for another day. But the main um, point of topic with it is pretty much talking about how he went from being that positive person and, and trying to uplift other people and, right. and kind of do what he he was meant to do and then he got influenced by negativity and became you know i mean he still had you know his trendy music i mean it's still you know classics right. you know but it's it's still different from from what he started off with um i'm i've never been that much of a tupac fan like i don't know his whole catalog i'd be lying to you if i said i know his whole catalog right. same thing with biggie but um they were too um, I'm not gonna get into the Biggie and Tupac thing either because that's never ending. But, um, but it's crazy how, how that happened with him. And going back to when you started and you said your mom was what, who put you on to reggae music, right? Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, your mom's in general, she's like a pretty positive person. She's, I don't think sure. I've ever seen her not. Um, which I want to have her on the podcast too. I think she'd be really awesome. She'd be freaked out about all this stuff. Yeah, she's just very much of like um, chill, like natural. Like she loves gardening and she loves yeah. positive vibes, and she's a really awesome person. So, do you remember like what songs, or was it just like random songs that she put you onto with reggae? Mm, for sure, it was like it was UB40. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh-huh. They got that red, red wine. That's oh, okay, one of their yeah, songs. Yeah. So 
they got some pretty cool songs, you mm-hmm. know, but that's like what they're famous for. And then Bob Marley for sure. Right. Gregory Isaacs. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then a lot, like I like uh, Mana. Oh, okay, They're a Spanish yeah. Yeah. Like, band, but that was like my first introduction. Well, Mana's, I don't know, would you consider them reggae? I don't think um, so. I don't know. They're more like... I don't know. I mean, I think you could. They do have some songs that kind of sound... Reggae-ish. I would be straight up. I used to grow up listening to rap music. Now, I don't know who the fuck the rappers are. I just listen to some old shit that... Like, I still listen to Currency, which you're a Currency fan, too. But um, And that's one thing that that I've always liked about his music, that he's always... I just... I like him as a person, and then him as an entrepreneur is fucking dope. And, of course, as an artist, you know, he's such an awesome person and that he's a great example of um sticking to what you believe in and don't let other people influence you and i mean fuck hopefully one day he could come out on the podcast you know i think it'd be sick but for those that don't know who currency is he is from new orleans from nola wait no what's the um nolia yeah there we go um he was in he he's like a little wayne's age right or yeah Probably around the same age. Yeah, yeah he's he might be um he's very I fucking love his music. So he started off I forgot what was it early two thousand no like mid two thousand like solo yeah yeah so and then um he was um he was signed with y, uh, YMCMB when they first got started he was actually he was the first he signed was their first he signed was their artist. first signed artist which is a lot of people don't know that he was signed. Before Nicki and Drake and everybody, um, um, he was signed with with them. He was the first artist signed with them, and um, he initially, what he left because he just it wasn't pretty much what he wanted. He, right. if you guys have watched his interviews, you guys know he's always had that 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 idea of becoming or making music and touring and staying home and just you know pretty much working like he loves that whole process and i think that's fucking sick he talked there was one interview he did with um talking about wiz and how him and wiz kind of came up together and wiz wiz's idea was always to be a fucking rock star and always to be a mainstream artist and and spito was always like all right that's cool homie but i just want to be fucking chill like there's this one song that um he just came out on his new album and he he says that um how his people complain how he's not mainstream, but he shows them the Ferrari and shows them that he's doing fine. And I think it's sick because it's true. When you think of someone that like, that you look up to, who who would you say that you look look up to the most? Mm. I hate to be corny. I hate to be corny, but definitely my mom. Really? Like, I don't look at celebrities as... Don't don't look at them as like um they're normal people they're normal people so don't right. don't put them on a, um like a what's pedestal. it called not a pedestal but as a role model because yeah. if lebron james was cheating on his wife and doing drugs and but still balling out like he wouldn't be your favorite athlete right because you get i mean you know what I'm yeah, yeah yeah i know what like, you mean if he was out there Doing all the Floyd Mayweather stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody looks at Floyd Mayweather like a role model. Why not? He's the best boxer ever on record. Yeah. Why wouldn't you look at that as a role model? He's an, he's He made his money by himself. He did everything on his own. He, nobody went to the gym for him. Nobody stepped in the ring for him. All that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
fought a couple weak people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, like, hey, they were professionals too. Yeah. You don't get mad when LeBron goes and blows out, you know, Sacramento Kings by, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or when he loses to the Celtics. Because they're all, ooh, they're all professional. You yeah. know what I mean? So don't but, put them as role models. I mean, I think when it, they let you down, yeah. that's when you're going to be let I think, down. I think the the thing with the whole Romano thing, like, it just it just comes with everything. Like, I know, um, I mean, we, we talk about anyone in general. Like, uh, in this case, your mom. I know, like, for example, your mom. Why is it that she's your role model? Like, what is it about her that... I've seen her do things that men don't do. Yeah, that's, that's I've good. seen her do things that I didn't think women... Like she made do. shit happen. She like... made shit happen. My mom has, she wanted a fountain in the backyard. She went and bought a shovel and dug the ground <laughs> up to build yeah. a fountain. You know what yeah. I mean? She has never depended on a man in her life. Right. She's worked day and night, you know, just to make sure that everybody's okay. To me, what better role model would you want to show you? And on top of that, she always work. has good ass energy. Like she's never upset. She's you know what always. I mean? um, putting out that positive energy and, and and even then like i don't even know if like for example like your mom um does her day-to-day stuff and she inspires you and you know she motivates you and everything but i'm sure she's doing that just because that's just the type of person she is she doesn't right. she does she's not doing it just to try and be a role model to you like i'm sure she does i don't know if she even knows like hey you know what like you know you really do look up to her and i mean yeah, even though sure. like as a parent like people like assume or hope their kids look up to them and things like that but but that comes with age because she yeah. wasn't my role model when i was yeah 14, no it definitely you know yeah <laughs> i mean come on like it, come, it definitely comes with age and and that's definitely the same thing here with uh with my thing it it would be my my da- i mean my mom and my dad they're very much different you know my dad and i have i don't know do you believe uh like are you like a believer in like the horoscope signs and things like that yeah or- for sure okay for so sure. i'm a taurus what are you are you i'm a capricorn okay so i think the that's best. why i was no, I think Taurus are the best, but um, I think that's why we vibe so much because I'm very much a strong personality and I'm stubborn personality. I I'm, I could be stubborn sometimes, and but I just go with the flow. Right, you're chill. Mm-hmm. You go with the flow. You're a listener. Yeah. I'm a talker, and we just pretty much vibe, you know. And and my dad, he's a Taurus too. We're like a week <laughs> apart, and we fucking clash like crazy. And like I said, we're pretty stubborn. And but he's such an amazing person. He literally started with nothing and pretty much put put us on. And one thing I remember from my dad doesn't. If you were to meet my dad, you would know that he doesn't really talk about his when he didn't have shit because he doesn't like to go back to that ever. Like I literally have to fucking ask him a million times. Hey, dad, well, what'd you do at this age or what'd you do at this age? Because he never grew up telling us that shit, you know. Yeah. So. Um, my dad, you know, they're originally from Michoacan, Mexico, and they, they came over here, him and my uncles came over here when they were teenagers, they moved to Long Beach, well, actually not in Long Beach, it was Hawaiian Gardens, which is right close to it. Across the street. Technically across the street, it's still in the 562 area, I love to say that I'm from there, but I'm not, (laughs) um, so, um, so they, they were raised in Hawaiian Gardens, and one thing my dad and my uncles always knew was that they wanted to give their kids a better life you know even if um they didn't have kids yet they just knew they wanted to give us a better life so uh, my dad and my mom got married and they ended up living out there for a bit and then they 
started becoming like more on they had they always had the entrepreneurial mindset my dad he said back in uh, mexico days he would sell eggs like you know by the dozens and stuff like that and he would have to weigh them so in order for him to get more money he would have to put his pinky down while he was holding the excel on the he would end up coming out <laughs> with more money so uh, I, I thought it was sick i'm like oh man that's tight you know always having that mindset of like always wanting more you know yeah, but you um hustle that's a hustle right so then eventually my dad like he literally would tell me i went from doing that to cleaning shoes to um working at restaurants to doing this and doing that and then eventually he, he um him and my uncles became um entrepreneurs and they started their own you know trucking business and now uh, one thing they always taught was taught us was investments, and I was like, oh, you know, when you're young and you hear that shit, you're like, investments are boring, you know, and and so they've always taught us to, you know what, if you guys want something, you have to bust your ass for it. And my brothers and I, one thing that they could say for sure is my dad never handed a shit. Like if they were gonna give, if he was gonna give us something, we had to bust our ass for it. So that's one thing that that I admire so much. It was pretty much that tough love, like not like oh, me hi, everything's going to be okay. No, I was the only girl. So I had to pretty much be like one of the boys and, and bust my ass all the time. And um, pretty much like if I wanted $20, I would have to clean his whole truck and trailer. And I don't know if you guys know a semi truck and trailer. Mm-hmm. That shit's huge. And I would do it for 20 bucks. And even then he would make me have to wait two weeks because he's like, oh, in a normal job, you have to wait two weeks to get paid. So I would wait two weeks. So he knew my memory was bad. So by the end of two weeks, I would forget. And I would never get paid. So, Dad, you owe me money from watching your trailer in 99, you know? <laughs> Aside from your mom, who do you think that... Who do you think influenced her in... in... Oh, man. Definitely my grandpa. Oh. We all we all get it from my grandpa. Like, you're talking about your dad? Mm-hmm. Same story with my grandpa. My grandpa's from uh, Mon- Monterrey, Monterrey, oh, okay. Mexico. Oh, Monterrey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he came over here at, like, 14. Him and his other brother which is a year younger my uncle sal and they came up here and they had family they had an uncle up here which he was already oh he was like 21 maybe okay so he had already was like hey come out here you guys work the fields make some money send it back home but guess what you're living in the united states yeah you know that was a fucking dream yeah so yeah my grandpa he's from that old school that that generation where you know you don't stop working yeah when you come home maybe grab a beer or some food and then guess what it's back in the shop you know go tinkering with stuff and that's where my mom learned it from that's why my mom doesn't she doesn't mind hard work you know and it's it's a trip because as a young kid he instilled that in me with me not even knowing i thank him for that because now at a a real grown man i'm about to be 30 this year that i'm not lazy yeah because I see people in our generation and they just want everything handed to them. Right. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. You know, I went through that stage, but luckily I went through that stage when I was like in high school. You know what I mean? I figured as soon as I graduate high school, I have to have a car. I have to, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's not how it goes. Yeah. You got to work for that. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't come easy. And for people that don't teach their kids that, those are the kids that grow up not being able to handle stressful situations or, you know what I mean? Like, if they don't have money in their pocket, they're breaking down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's crazy because yeah. you have a body. Like, you can go help somebody move and earn 20 bucks. Yeah. You can go help somebody do some work in their backyard and get 20 bucks. But people yeah. don't think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the skills that he taught me as a young kid, I'm using now and not even knowing. So, for sure. Yeah, not. I mean, I think it's... Um especially now that we're old that you know you're older now and you know from when he taught you that from the beginning we you have those flashbacks of like 
damn, I remember when my grandpa, did, you know, showed me this. And, you know, of course, you know, you miss him and things like that. But it's sick to um, to have that as, like, an influence. There's, there's so many times now where I remember my mom telling me things from back in the day. And I'm like, okay, mom, yeah, sure. And then now I'm like, oh, fuck, my mom was right, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, me being the stubborn person that I am, I'm not going to tell her she's right. So, but I'm you, just, you accept Yeah, it. for me, I'm always down to learn some shit, like. I never act like I fucking know everything because I don't. I really don't. People put like when people put you like on this pedestal of like acting like you know everything and I know damn right I don't. I don't know if you're no. like the type of person where um, like I'm always down to learn some shit. Like if you were to tell me something right now, I'd be like asking 21 questions. But you know when you talk to some people and they're like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Or like mm-hmm. they're just like jerks about it. And no, it's yeah. like if you knew it, then why didn't you do it? Right. Or like I think that's one thing about just life in general is like. You, sh- you have to always be willing to be a student, like always try and learn something new, whether if it's, you know, music or, you know, podcasting. Like, honestly, I don't know shit about podcasting. I just knew that I wanted to fucking do it. And I'm barely getting in the hang of everything. And I I knew I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I also knew I didn't know anyone that knew how to do anything with podcasting. I just knew that I wanted to do it. And I would listen to a bunch of Gary Vee and... That's who I really listen to as far as podcasting and then a few like Celtics Nation um, podcasts. But what are some podcasts that you listen to? I don't listen to anything good. What do you listen to? (laughs) Top podcast, Joe Rogan Experience, for sure. The next one would be The Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz. Oh, Joey Diaz. I was like, what What is that one? And... I listened to Hardcore History. Oh. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I have to find out. But it's a good one, too. But I listen to a lot of stand-up comedians podcasts. Yeah. Like, I don't really listen to... A lot of my friends listen to Joe Rogan. And, I mean, I like his stuff. I think he was awesome live and everything. But his personality is very, like... What would you consider his personality? It's His own? Right. He's, <laughs> he's in his own fucking category. And it, it's sick because I, I remember... Um, I came across Joe Rogan when I was listening to a Gary Vee podcast. And uh, for those that don't know um, Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, he's he's a pretty badass person. He's a fucking, I don't even know what the fuck. I mean, he's a badass entrepreneur. He's a, I just consider him my friend in my, my fucking head, you know, because I feel like he's my, my best friend or something. Like, I love putting people on to Gary Vee. If you guys need, like, a positive influence or um, anyone positive to follow on the gram, feel free to follow him. Send him, tell him I sent you. I'm just kidding. He doesn't know who the fuck I am, but um, he's definitely influenced me to start my podcast and everything. But um, I initially got introduced to Joe Rogan, not in person, but, but during a like an interview they did with on YouTube. It was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Gary Vee had came out on it. And Gary Vee was pretty much, you know, not preaching, but you know, doing the Gary Vee shit, talking about how to get shit done, you know. And Joe Rogan was like typical joe rogan you know i wish i could play right now but it's sick if you haven't heard it i think it was like sometime last year but it's fucking sick it's a it's a very good interview because their their personalities mesh so good together you know and is that guy gary v is he the like the law of attraction type stuff no he's very much of um you have to bust your you have to be able to to sacrifice your weekends like if you look forward like this is the type of person he is like if you look forward to the weekends, you're already fucking losing, <laughs> pretty much. And I'm being uh, yeah. dead. No, I'm being straight up. If real. if you want it, like, but he's not the type of person that day, he's not gonna push you to do something. Look, he's pretty much the type of person. Look, all right. If you're comfortable where you're at in life, that's good. 
I'm, I am not for you. Like, he's not, he's like, I'm happy for you. But if you want to fucking sit courtside at a Celtics game, don't look forward to the fucking weekends because you're already losing. You know what no. I mean? Like, you have to, if you want to get out of where you're at right now and you want to, you know, um, I don't know, whatever fucking goal you have that is fucking crazy. Like, if you want to, like, for example, Gary Vee wants to own the fucking Jets, you know? That's his main goal. It's a trash ass team. Exactly, cool. but you know that's his that's his fucking goal. No, he wants to fucking own them. I wouldn't mind owning the Jets. Right. So, I fr- I started noticing everything when I started the whole new the tamale plug, and that's when I first started started learning about actually hustling, you know, and and that hustle mode and entrepreneurship. Uh, what would you say the difference between someone that's living their dreams and someone that isn't? Like, what would you say the difference is? Work ethic. I mean, I saw something the other day. I, I forgot who it was. That they were saying like, you make your own happiness. I think it was Will Smith. Right. He had like a little rant, and he was just saying about he was talking about him and his wife, and he was just saying like, we're to- two totally different people from different places that chose to take this life journey together. You know yeah. what I mean? But he's not responsible for her happiness. And she's not responsible for his. So if you're not living your life the way you feel that you should, then right. I mean, and it's true. I mean, you can't you can't find look look for happiness in someone. You know, <coughs> you can't blame someone else for your happiness either. You know, you can't rely on someone either because you have to. I think it's just that's very important on on just being an independent person. You got to think about it like this. Your dad <coughs> doesn't believe, maybe, in the law of attraction mm-hmm. because he gets up every morning and goes to work. Yeah. That's not a law of attraction type thing. That's mm-hmm. the will to get up every morning mm-hmm. and go do something that you really might not want to do. Yeah. But you know that you have to to provide for your family. Because that's just the way the world is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything re- revolves around money. Because if it didn't, the world would be a lot different place. <coughs> you wouldn't be talking about the law of attraction without, mm-hmm. if you get like status and money and things like that. Because what would be the goal? I think we often get confused on not believing in the law of attraction with waking up every day, going to work, and just going to work just to go to work, just because it's your job. That- like my hold on like <coughs> so bringing up my dad again in the situation he grew up in Michoacan Mexico he grew up knowing okay well I mean I don't actually I don't know that much of his detailed life you know but one thing he always let me know was all I knew is that I didn't want that for my kids you know then they moved to Hawaiian Gardens and then from there even then they had already made it to the United States. I mean, they could, I mean, I think it was what, in the 70s or 70s or 80s. <coughs> they were living in LA, 70s or 80s. No matter how much we don't even know it is a law of attraction, it, it's within us without us even knowing. My dad knew he wanted a better life and he was already living in the United States. You know, that was American dream, having his job. He had a really cool job. And then even then, he knew he wanted more. He just didn't... That's one thing we... That's one thing I always say is, like, 
you know you know what you want in life right you know what your main fucking goal like if 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 you had no limits on what you want to do in life that one goal that you want you know what it is i mean we all have them you know it's one thing us having our goals right and you know you want that shit you think about this shit every fucking day you think of how bad you want that shit but one thing you know for sure is you don't know how the fuck you're gonna get there and guess what thinking thinking negative isn't gonna get you there you know that i mean everyone knows that thinking thinking negative will never get you to where you want to be because you're just focused on either putting yourself down or you're too focused on what other people are gonna think or you just don't want negative energy you know like misery loves company you know so you can't really entertain that because it's gonna stop you from and it's gonna delay you from being where you really want to be you know and, and where where you're destined to be you know destiny is a real thing you know so back to back to the topic with my dad eventually they started getting into truck driving so they would you know uh, drive semis and they would go from you know just local LA and then they started driving up north to California I mean north to California they would start driving up north to northern California hit up Sacramento hit up the Bay Area and then they found a little spot in like by I-5 and they're like oh you know what this is perfect you know let's this is a perfect place to to kind of start they and like I said they literally my uncle bought a piece of land didn't know what he was going to do with it he just knew he needed to invest in it he invested in that land and then eventually my dad put you know his house there and then eventually my other uncle put his house there and we all kind of like grew up together right so I mean I never grew up with I never grew up with anything handed to me, but I never grew up with anything missing. So I didn't know. All I knew was that my dad taught us hard work. And because that's all he knew. Like, he knew that if we wanted to get anywhere in life, we just had to, like, work hard. You know, they never really um, were strict on us with, oh, you need to go to college and you need to do this and you need to do that. You need to study this, you know, because they were very big on, all right, whatever it is that you do want to do, we support it. But, you know, it's kind of hard figuring out what, what your destiny is, you know, and what, what your calling is. Like, you know, until this day, I don't even know what I'm meant to do, but I know that if I'm a good person, I'm going to get there, you know, or I'll figure it out on the way. I'm still trying to figure, I know what I like to do and I know what I, what, what I love to do. And I love that. I know I love the people that that's around me, you know, but one thing I know is that I, I wouldn't be, and then this, and I never give credit to the law of attraction for it. I just, I think that's also important on even with um like the Rasta culture, you know, like no one really no one I mean there's people that understand it and the people that understand it they respect that shit, right? So, but then there's people that don't, right? Yeah. So what do you what do you say to the people that don't understand? I mean, well if you met well, you you met uh, a Rastafarian, right? Like you met people at like reggae concerts and you understand I don't think they're ever even negative. I mean, everyone's just so positive and such good people. But why is it that those good people like look get looked down upon just because people don't understand what their beliefs are? Because they're not caught up in all this, like, this stuff that the media and... Like materialistic stuff. Materialistic stuff. Even your your school. You know what I mean? You don't think about this. But, you know what I mean? As a free-spirited person, you know, you should think about this. When you're a little kid and you go to school and your your class is being loud, you know, what do they tell you? Sit down. Shut up. Be quiet. Yep. 
they're controlling you from that moment, from when you are a kindergartner. You know, you're at home, your parents let you get away with everything when you're a kid. But when you hit five years old, six years old, and you enter school, from that moment, they're teaching you to sit down, shut up, and be quiet, and listen. Church is the same way. When you go to church, what do you do? You sit down, you be quiet, and you listen. They're controlling you from the jump. You don't think about this because they don't explain it to you. They don't tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're talking about the law of attraction like it's, like it's you know, the, the manifest, like it's... The, you will, that's pretty much what it is. You're manifesting what you want in life. Right. But at the same time, if you didn't have to go to work every day and earn money to just to live, if you if you were able to survive with just the materials around you, you know what I mean? If you fished every day for your food, if you gardened every day for your vegetables, if you dug wells for your water, you wouldn't depend on anybody else. You would be free. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the law of attraction. I, mean, I get what you're saying. Has nothing to do with a free spirit. Yeah, I mean, you're I get what using you're saying. The law of attraction to to justify. to to justify why people get up and go to work every day and strive to be rich or famous or popular. I mean, it's not so good. much it, like, I, like I think you you get it confused with like the law of attraction isn't a status. It isn't like it's not going to no, get you like followers on Instagram. But, but we're not in, in that time. Like, we're in a different time. We're no, in 2008. you're just in a different area. Because people that live in the jungle right. can care less about... But what I'm saying is that the law of, the I think law of attraction... I think you just see it as a law of attraction of, as it... It's as, made up. I don't... I mean, the, I mean I'm mean, i not saying <laughs> the it's people not... people that preach the law of attraction is like Oprah and fucking D- rich but, people. But don't you think it's it's somehow like... There's a reason why rich people talk about that shit. Yeah, like there's a reason, I, I, th- I think you my, see it as like rich people just being rich, and they just and you're seeing they weren't like, born yeah, into that. Money's every like I think money th- that, represents I think wealth, that, and that I'm not yeah, saying I, mean, I never it, said that. that. But money doesn't but the really thing, exist, hold on. dude. Without money, the okay, world would keep spinning. The talk. world would be okay without money. Let me talk. Okay, <laughs> so the law. Of, I'm not saying the law of attraction is just on some shit you think of just with career wise. Like you, you imply this shit every day in your personal life, in your love life, with your family, with your fucking pets. Like, you, I mean, you, you could understand that you can't deny energy, right? So you can't deny that positive energy and the negative energy. And I think you're just thinking of. So even even the rich people, like Oprah, wasn't fucking born rich. You know, all these all these successful people weren't fucking born into that shit. And even the people that were born into that shit. But now that they got there, that's all that matters. <coughs> I mean... If Oprah wasn't rich, would that make her less of a human? Would that make her less of a person if you didn't no. know who she was? No. No. So why does it matter that just because you know how she is and you Everyone... see her story and you see her struggle, it gives you confidence and it gives you that look like anybody could do it. Anybody can do it, but is that all that matters? Like, I don't think there's nothing wrong with what you're saying. I just think that everyone wants different things out of life. Right. And every not everyone wants to be Oprah, the next fucking Oprah. Not everyone wants to be the next Will Smith. Not everyone... Like, there's some people that fucking love their jobs, their day-to-day jobs. They love working 40 hours a week, and, you know... And that's fine. I'm, I'm not saying nothing wrong with it, but... 
there's normal people, there's nurses, there's doctors, there's, you know, delivery drivers that they preach, they not, I'm not saying preach, but they, they live that law of attraction too. But guess what? If they're happy with their lives, that's cool. I'm, I'm all for it. So I think there's like a misunderstanding with, oh, only rich people believe in the law of attraction. Only, only happy people. If you believe in it. All praise to you. I just, but you're taken away from the fact that you have to sacrifice every day. These, the way you, what you're talking about right now, fathers, mothers that believe in this law of attraction, they're sacrificing every single day because they got to get up and they got to leave their kids to either a babysitter or a relative. That's a sacrifice. When right. you don't get, to I mean, see you have to sacrifice in love in life every day. You know, right? But that's not the law of attraction because the law of attraction. To me, like, why would you sacrifice seeing your child? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's the law. I'm. What I'm saying, the law of attraction is, is, is that mindset that you have. That shit that happens to you throughout the day is all because of the shit you thought of in the morning. You know, even from from whatever experiences you had in life, everything that we that happens to us is is things that we have thought of and we have brought upon ourselves. So it's running into a friend that you just thought of a minute ago and you run into either them or they hit you up that isn't a fucking coincidence that's energy that you that energy fucking travels you know that and and even um would you say that when you see somebody that you don't want to see exactly you would yeah because i thought if i if i have thought about them let's just say um let's just say i don't like you or something and you know we're enemies or something and and i'm just driving somewhere in town and I, i just think of like Oh dang! I remember that time you pissed me off, and then boom! Guess what? Whether it's that moment or within an hour, I run into you. Guess what? I still—that's still a product of my thought, because whether it was a good or a bad thought, I still brought you up in my mind. You know, it's just pretty much what I'm saying is the love attraction is is a product product of our mind and our mindset. We can't we can't sit here and and explain other people's what the, what other we can't explain what happens to people in, in their lives. We can only explain to what happens with us. You know what you've been through. You know what I mean? I don't know what you've been through. Um, we all know each of us have gone through some certain things in life. Yeah. And if you look at it now, if you just start thinking about it now, like you don't even have to talk about it, but think of things that have happened to you from even from when you were a kid and you start thinking like, dang, you know what? I thought that or, or even, relying on someone so much like even being like let's just say where you're in a relationship where you're like damn i can't live without this person like i fucking need them in my life and you can't you just think of damn like i just never want them to leave guess what that energy eventually you're gonna fucking rely on that person so much that that energy you're gonna be like damn you keep on thinking i don't want to lose this person i don't want to lose this person and you might even lose that person if that makes sense because you're thinking like i don't know how to explain it. it's kind of hard to like even like put it in words with you know, we think of so much shit that we don't want to happen. And that shit ends up happening because guess what? It's a product of our... We keep on thinking about it. So as the longer we think about it, the more that shit comes alive. Do you ever notice whenever someone tries to get in an argument with you or says something slick or something like that, all they want is a reaction from you. Right. Because negativity strives off of negativity. Right. So if you're a positive person and... A negative person tries to interact with you and you just keep it positive, guess what? You cancel out that fucking negative energy. So right. they can't really do anything to you because right. you're that much that your energy is so strong that no one could really You don't play down to your opponent's level. And and it's not you know so much that it's like an opponent, but it's just 
energy in general. Like you don't want to. Any per, well, I mean, right, opponent is, you, that's a sports saying, but you don't yeah. stoop down to any person's level. Right, because like. you you know what conversations make you feel good, what don't. You know who who is. And you know who's real and who's fake. Right, like you could tell that from like I mean I could tell that from a mile away. Like you could tell when someone has good intentions and when someone doesn't. Right, and. The thing also with, with when we were talking about manifestation and, you know, what do you what do you think of manifestation? Do you think it's, like, real? Do you think it's just baloney or what? <sighs> to me, man, all that stuff, the law of attraction, manifest, the secret, because it's all the same thing. Which, shout out to the secret. I yeah, love watching it all the all time. All those millionaires that are telling you, yeah, just, you know, keep dreaming and keep thinking and keep, you know, keep keep trucking keep focusing and they're not telling you all the nights that they stayed up working busting their asses off coming up with the inventions coming up with the software coming up with the format coming up with you know cliff notes coming up with ideas they don't tell you that i mean they don't need to i mean we no, know they that don't need to but that's the real secret so we were talking about the secret and how they tell you oh you know they preach about all this, this, and that, right? But they don't tell you how. Yeah. That's... Do you think there's a reason why they don't tell you how? Well, like... Because you're, you're asking how, like, because you want to know the formula, right? Right. Because like, I remember... <clears throat> fuck, I remember being a kid and remember talking about, you know, whatever successful people, like, in our house, you know, Vicente Fernandez was a big thing, you know, Jose Fernandez Jimenez. Like, all the OG singer, Mexican singers. I always asked myself... I never asked, you know, how much, you know, how much is it that they make, things like that. But I always ask myself, okay, how the fuck did they get there? People only see the product of whatever you, you know. For example, if you're going to go to the, if you, whether you go to the gym or not, let's just say, you know, you lose certain, whatever, or you reach that goal you want as far as the gym. You don't, no one knows all the fucking hours you put in. No one needs to know that shit. Only you need to know what you've been, like, that's why it's very important to people. One thing I want to talk about is, is is a difference the the difference that I see with sec- people that make shit happen and then there's people that settle. So people that settle, they I mean everyone has goals, right? I know everyone has goals and things that they want to do, but I notice that people that settle they'll tell you their goals, but within that same sentence they'll tell you, but I can't do this because of this. I but I need to you know but this but that. The difference, the difference between that and people that make shit happen, is people, rem- people that make shit happen remember their, their quote unquote why, like W H Y, their why is a reminder of why the fuck they're doing their what they're doing, like you have to be able to sacrifice, like you literally have to be able to have sleepless nights and work for free sometimes and and bust your ass, but no one ever wants to hear that. They just want to know the product of whatever it is that. You know, it is, you know, with, think about, you know, even with, with sports, with like people to only like to tune in until like the Super Bowl or like the NBA finals. And notice how with those people that don't even watch sports end up watching it because they just want, but they don't know how many games they had to, you know, play. They don't know how many L's they had to take or how many injuries they've been through, but they just know. Oh, well, you know, it's a Super Bowl, so we're going to tune into this because it's a good game. And, you know, but people don't know how many hours they had to put in. They didn't know how much, like, there's so much that goes into it that people don't know. They just like the product of whatever it is. So I think it's it's important to 
I mean, everyone knows you have to bust your ass to get with whatever you want to go, but people don't want to hear about the journey. They just want to know the product of your journey. You know, like if, you know, whatever goal, what, what's one goal that if, if you could get it without anyone telling you anything, what's what, what would it be? A goal? Like just for me? Your life goal in general. Like just to set up the next generation. You know what I mean? Like and and what in setting up the next generation? What's that 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 you're trying to put out? Like as far as energy, what? Just more of a positive vibe, man. Because you know, like where I like you're you're. T- I'm looking at it like for everybody. Like I'm not just looking out for me. Like if you want a personal goal for me. Would be, you know, get a house and have everybody, all my family, mom, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, kids, everybody under that house on that property. So everybody's taken care of. That's a goal of mine. What are you currently doing that's working towards doing that for the setting everything up for the next generation? I mean, the only thing that they kind of let us do is just save money. What what else do they let us do? Who's us? (laughs) the system (laughs) you know what i mean like what do they let you do they don't let you farm for yourself you can't even grow your own food so they they trap you there you know what i'm saying that's a global problem if everybody in the united states is able to grow their own food you wouldn't rely on safeway you wouldn't rely on walmart you you wouldn't like that's the stuff that i want to change yeah you know what i mean so what um so what is it that they're stopping you from doing? Like, so what are they stopping you, Jaman 88s, from doing? They're actually not stopping me from doing anything, you know what I mean? But I want to have everybody with the same mindset. Like, you're hey. talking about the law of attraction because you work hard. You do not mind sacrificing your mornings, your nights to work hard. And whatever it is, you go to work, you have a podcast, you exercise, you prep your food. You know what I mean? Like, that's time taken away from whatever else, you know, you think about doing. That's a sacrifice. I'm looking at the law of attraction on a more, like, dumbed down <laughs> kind of thing. Like, you're looking at it for the working man. I'm looking at it like, why do we need to work? Why do you have to go and earn money for somebody else? Yeah, they give you your little pennies to pay rent, pay your car, you know, have food on the table. But these guys have billions just sitting in a vault somewhere. Why? Who's these guys? You know what I'm saying? I don't we nobody knows who they are. <laughs> They oh nobody knows who they are, but yeah. like I'm talking about the law of attraction. Like if everybody was to say, you know, we need to help the world, the government, not the government, but the people. You know what I mean? Like, why is you're it- talking about a law of attraction? But these people, like, does Oprah go and build hospitals in Africa or in China in the rural parts of China? Like, does she do anything like that? 
I mean, no one. But I mean, she brags. Not but, she brags, but everybody brags about her being the richest woman but in the world. That's one thing I, I, I mean, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that because whenever we see anyone that's successful or you know, um, or wealthy, we just automa- automatically assume that whether like if they were to let's just say Oprah and were, she doesn't even hold have on, kids. let's just say I mean I mean that's everyone's personal preference not everyone wants that's to have kids that's what I'm kids. saying what are you wait, what I are mean, you saving the money for what, where, you know like what, I, what are that you doing goes, with it that goes back to what I had said not everyone wants the same things out of life I think I think it just depends on on what it is that you want out of life not I mean Dude, if, if, Oprah, if Oprah were to if Oprah were greedy. to sit if Oprah were to sit here and post every single thing that she does to give back to people people would still find something to say and but so you it's, you're you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't. Same thing I'd with be you know. If I do same thing with the all the the situations that were happening bad. last summer or last year. You know, with um everything that's going on in the United States with all the the hurricanes and things like that. Everyone always has something to say with the people that because donated money. Have, no, we all have money, whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars. We we're all able to give Are back. You kidding at, me? I mean, we're all able to though. We're all able. to. I mean, because yeah, it all starts. That. It all starts from. D- each of us doing our part and expect them to give more or expect them to give back. Like that Why makes not? no sense. That makes no sense. Why are we expecting that from them? Because if Why she, not? if she were to, to be posting, what a, are they who's to say that for? she doesn't do that now? Who's money does say, not go with you when, it, when you die. Who's like, to yeah, say that she doesn't do kid. that now? Like her donating or her helping out people. I mean, she does a lot already, but I mean, I don't really know that much of her and her stuff, but you know, it's, I think it's just even with um, like I was talking about the everything that was going on last year in the United States with the whole thing and then Mexico too. People were saying, "Oh well, you know, you could have donated more, or you know, you could have done this, you could have done that." So could you have? You could have done the same shit. You know, we all p- love to point the finger of, you know, you could have po- at least like let's just say someone donates fifty bucks. I mean, come on, like if you know they make a hundred mil a year, you could have put a hundred or more. You know. Like, we just automatically point the finger at people that are actually putting in that effort to help. Like, we're, we have Colin no... Colin Kaepernick has done more for people in Africa than Jay-Z, Oprah, Beyonce combined. Is that because it's not on the social media or... Man, you show me some facts, but, you show me some proof. But, listen to me, no. listen to me. You show me some proof that any of these people have done anything. I'm not even talking just about Africa, okay? You could set up a library in New York and you could, you know, rebuild the projects. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. You know what I'm saying? But those people have more liberties and more more opportunities than these people in those other countries. A dude in Harlem that's selling rocks and, and living in the Marcy Projects, blah, 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 he can go up and get a job at McDonald's right up the street. He can do that. These people that live in the desert, that are starving, and don't have any water, and don't have any education, they don't have that choice. They cannot. How do they get a money to get a plane ticket to come to the United States to get a job at McDonald's? Like, that's a lifelong journey, dude. It's not as easy. You're making it seem like, hey, if you work hard, and if you, you know, shine shoes, and if you, you know, make sweaters, you can do it. That's not the case. No, bro. I'm saying if you have that mindset, if you, 
this is a thing with I mean we have no choice well you're brought up that way because you've grown up here in this country you have that mentality but I've seen people that didn't have nothing like I'm not I'm not coming into it like oh like a privileged ass American that doesn't know what the point the, the whole thing with hard work is what I'm saying is that my family didn't have everything but they made shit work I have no I have no choice what I was born into. Right. The only thing I have the decision on is how I choose to live my life. Donate clothes or, you know, give back to people. But you're not posting it on Snap. You're not posting it on the gram because you don't need to. And you really think these people do that? They do. Okay. But just because it's not on social media, like, there's no... I'm not talk, trying to, like, discredit Colin Kaepernick. I think it's awesome what he's doing, and he's a, he's an amazing person. And I'm just using him as, right, as yeah, an example. But there's I, other people I don't, out there doing that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but the, I don't think it's it's okay to... Just because, like you said, you know, money really isn't nothing, you know? So why is it so important in that... Wealthy people give that money away to other people. Why is it so important? You that don't they think just you keep don't it? you don't think knowledge is more more valuable than money? Yeah. So build a school somewhere and get some good teachers in there so that'll help. Who's to these say kids? that they haven't done that though? Like just Bro, if they did, it would be blasted. No, because it just depends on, on the publicity and PR is another thing. But just because they're not posting it or they they don't uh, post an article this about them. Is over. <laughs> no, but but just because they're they're not posting, it doesn't mean they don't do it. The law of attraction to me is all about greed, bro. I don't you think it's are about... trying to get somewhere. It has nothing to do with money, though. <sighs> then what is okay? It's about mindset. I've been saying it's about mindset. It's about negative mindset and a so positive. So what is the what is the what is the ultimate goal of the law of attraction? Like to find someone to, to get your true love, to get that car that you wanted. To because you could do success. that shit. You could really do that shit. What does that matter? That's like, what you're talking. Okay, you're, say 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 this. You like somebody, and right? you're like, say you dated somebody, and you're like, oh my god, I love this dude, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden you guys break up. And now you like you were talking about earlier, like you can't live without this person. You love this person. You're you know you lose sleep over this person. Blah blah blah. The law of attraction. I need them. I need them. I need them. Like please bring them back. Please bring them back. And then twenty years goes by, and you're still wanting the law of attraction to work. Well, this person has a whole nother no, family. This person has a what, whole nother life. What like on. for example, that let, shit didn't let, work. Let's obviously. just say you're. There's been you times. Just wasted twenty. No, years. I mean that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is okay. Let's just say you're in a relationship. And you and your mind, like, let's just say me as a woman, right? I think of like, you know what? I want someone to love, respect me, and to have that trust, right? And I'm in a relationship, right? And guess what? I'm clearly either I'm getting it or I'm not getting it. But if all I'm thinking, sorry, I guess, stop laughing right now. So if all I'm thinking about is like, I want to be in a relationship with someone that respects me, loves me. Why am I laughing I right no now? Idea. Hold on. I think because you changed the way you're sitting, but yeah, more serious. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. There's one thing of let's just say you're in an unhealthy relationship and I just keep on thinking like, damn, I want someone that'll love me. And let's just say that unhealthy relationship ends and I'm like, of course I'm heartbroken because I'm like, damn, you know what? But in my mind I'm still like, okay, Maria, but you want or okay, new, you want someone that'll that'll love respect you and and trust you you know and guess what if that person would if a relationship never works out because you know we had already broken up at that point and they start a life and they, you know they're happily ever after that's cool but guess what i just know my i haven't met the love of my life yet because i know i know whatever it is that we do want in life and i'm not talking to like 
whenever I talk about the law of attraction, I'm not talking, I not, not one time did I ever bring up money, anything, you know, I just, my thing is, whatever we want out of life, we could get that shit by our fucking mindset, you know, like, with, even with love, for example, I wanted someone that understood what I wanted, because I, I always knew what I wanted to do in life was crazy and out of kind of like what everyone else thought you know no one else really thought more than like how I did everyone was like okay no you're fucking crazy you know like you have to you know settle down you gotta have kids you gotta do this and you gotta do that I knew exactly I knew I didn't want that so everyone I had met were like come on you know they wanted to settle down they wanted to do this and kind of not hold me down but I would have settled and I just knew one thing I remember from being a kid up until now is that I never wanted to settle. So if I keep on thinking like, fuck man, I can't find true love. I can't find someone that respects me or that values me. If I keep on thinking that I can't find that, guess what? I'm still not going to have it. But if I start thinking like, you know what? Like maybe, so one day I'll have someone that values me. So one day I'll have someone that genuinely loves me and respects me. If I keep on thinking that like that, guess what? I'm going to be someone that, loves me respects me and values me you know and that it's all in that mindset so it's not necessarily like people get it confused too because they they want happiness but they want it with one certain person and hold on i've i've had this mindset before with someone right and i used to think like no um i don't care if we're not meant for each other i just want that person and we have to understand you know what maybe we're not meant for each other and that's one thing is it's hard to it's a hard pill to swallow you know what i'm saying but you got to swallow that pill eventually because you're gonna have to do it whether it's now or never like not not now or now you're gonna eventually have to take that you're gonna eventually have to swallow that pill with knowing and accepting that you know what that person that you really want to be with and you know because i don't know if you've ever been in a situation where um it's not necessarily that 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 person's you know beliefs and everything like you respected or anything it was just you wanted to be with that certain person you know i think it happens a lot with women with you know we keep on thinking of okay i don't care if we're not compatible i don't care if we don't understand each other i just want to be with him because i need him in my life like that person you know and sometimes it's just not meant to be what's meant to be will be you know what i mean if if the relationship you're with right now doesn't work out but you know in in the bottom of your heart you know that it's really true love and you love that person it will always somehow work out no matter what it is no matter what obstacle you guys go through no matter what it is and it's all because guess what like your mindset is like you know what aside from me not wanting to lose this person i genuinely love them and you want you do want a future with them i mean when when you're in a relationship you guys are pretty much synchronized and thinking like okay you know, you guys don't have to think the same things all the time, but one, you respect what you're, what she's saying. She's respecting what you're saying. It's just karma, man. Like, if you're a good person, good stuff's going to come your way. Like, that's the basic law. To me, that's the law of attraction. It's karma. Right. Like, you are not going to get rich off being in your bed thinking of being rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at the... To me, when you say the law of attraction, that's what I think of. Somebody just, you know, going... Somebody saying, I want to be an actress. I want to be an actor. But living in a small town and never making that trip to go and and try out for a movie or, you know what I mean? Cast in a movie or take 
your life in your hands and move to L.A. and live in your car, struggle for, you know, spots and, you know, sleep at at strangers' houses for $60 a night or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is the struggle. Like, the law of attraction doesn't explain that. They don't tell you about that. It just tells you, work hard and, you know, you got to think, you got to, you got to, you got to tell the universe every day, I want to do this, I want to do that, and it's going to come your way. That's not how that shit works. Like, you believe in Rastafarian culture, right? That's what you, that's your thing. But if you, okay, so you're growing out your dress right now, you're still in the beginning stages of everything, and you were at the point the other day where you're like, damn, I miss my hair before, right? And you just kept on thinking, like, you know what, I, that's just what I miss, Right. And but you just but your your main thing is you want to have dreads, you know, as long as whatever long you want them. But your the, your main thing is you're not doing it just for the fuck of it. Right. You're doing it because of beliefs behind it. And that's what I'm saying is like you have to be able to believe in yourself 100 percent. You know, there's going to be growing dresses isn't easy. You figured out that the other day you're like, damn, you know what? Should I cut this shit off or not? But do you think it had you cut your ha- hair off right now? What? Three weeks in? No, I miss I miss it. I miss my dreads. It's just attachment. You can't grow attached to things. You got to let shit go. When I say, like, I miss my hair, yeah, you know what I mean? But I know why it grew my hair out for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I miss a lot of old stuff, but you got to let that go. You know what I mean? Because you're focusing on what you want at the end of the day, right? Like, your main goal is to have your... Hair. Yeah, but I didn't say, oh, I want dreads. And then in six months, my hair was like, boom, and then dreads. <laughs> like, nah, I had to sit there and go through a whole summer with Afro that was just hot. Like, that was the pro. That's the work that you put in for the law of attraction. So in a year or two when my dreads are formed and they're long, I won't. That's the goal. Like, I worked towards the goal. Like, it just didn't pop up. Like, I just didn't wake up with dreads one morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want a, a car, a fast car or something, like, you don't just dream about it and somebody, the dealership's going to come and be like, hey, here's your car. This is what you've been wanting. Nah, man. You got to go to work. You got to put in the hours. You got to... You got to work for it. And with the law of attraction, you're taking away your work ethic. You're taking away what you have done to get there. I, I don't agree. That Well, that's why we're here having this conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It all boils down to the reason that I changed my mindset. And I wouldn't have done all this shit where I'm, I wouldn't be where the fuck I'm at now. If you didn't bust your ass. If I didn't, I was about to say the same thing. If I didn't bust my ass, right? So what I'm saying is that the law of attraction, well, you know, your mindset is pretty much, you know, you attract whatever you, you know, you put out. So if you want certain thing, whatever, like I said, not everyone wants the same shit out of life. But if you want certain thing, you have to put out that positive energy. So that way it creates opportunities for you. There's been, my goodness, there's been so many times where, but that's just positive energy and positive vibes. It's the law of attraction. You get what, you, and the law of attraction isn't a religion, and it's not <sighs> no, something that 
I don't even think it's crazy for for. I totally respect your decision with, with what you think of the law of attraction, but I. Know, I, and I respect yours too. <laughs> but I think that there's a lot of similarities with what you believe in with the Rastafarian culture and 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 Rasta in general. You know, like there's so much even with reggae music, right? Most reggae songs, if not all of them, are all about good vibes and, mm-hmm. you know, just Being. vibing out. You know, you know, reggae concerts, you're just having a good time. You're not, you know, doing nothing crazy. You're just chilling, you know. You're more than likely with your friends and you guys are just vibing out. And everyone in the crowd is just good-ass vibes, you know. So, that, and it's crazy to me because I was talking about this the other day, how... It's crazy how reggae music's looked down upon upon with people that don't understand it, right? But all the songs are about positivity and uplifting people and, you know, just relaxing, you know? I mean, there's some... There's, so there's I mean, yeah. but the majority of them, right, you know? Right. And there's other songs, you know, like other, you know, which is like rap now, which you, you mentioned before, you know, how, you know... The reason why you're into reggae now and, and so much into the Rastafarian culture is that because of how things are now with, with the music industry and everything. Which is crazy because the, the like rap is the most uh, mainstream thing right now with other genres, you know? And, yeah. and reggae is always like, like at the very bottom. But out of all of those, the most positive one and the most good vibes and everything is at a reggae concert like i don't think like if people haven't gone to a reggae concert they should really go i would recommend it but um what's one thing that you would tell someone that doesn't understand about rasta or anything that has to do with with reggae because they i mean they're hand in hand you know so people want people always anytime they think of reggae they think they think of someone with dreads right or someone that doesn't know anything about reggae What's one thing that you would tell them that's pretty much a misunderstanding that a lot of people get confused with? Um, I mean, there's not really much to misunderstand, man. Like, if you like a good message, positive vibes, and just music to to put you in a good mood, you know what I mean? Like, you can put on a reggae song and your grandma might not understand it, but the beat... And the flow is just very mellow, very chill. You put on the Amigos in your grandma's house or something, you know what I mean? Like, she's going to be like, hey, turn that off. Like, I don't even know what they're saying, but every other word is a negative word. You know what I mean? They're, They're talking about nothing positive. Like, who cares how many cars you got? Who cares how many women you got? Who cares what your chain costs? Like... That ma- that does not matter in nothing, man. Like, reggae is all about positive vibe. I treat you good. You treat me good. We're vibing. You know what I mean? This may grow into something. Or it just led to a good night. I met cool people. You know what I mean? Like, there was no animosity. Pass around a joint. Have, you know, tell them, where are you from? Oh, I'm from over here. Oh, that's cool. I'm from over here. Like, oh, dang. But we're here at the same time. Why? Because of music. Like, how many reggae shows have you ever heard being shot up? None. None. I've never been to a reggae show where there was even a fight. Right? I mean, I'll... 
all the reggae shows I've been to is all how many positive rap energies, you know. Break out in brawls. Yeah. Somebody gets shot outside the the concert. And then the artist ends up never coming back to that city because of what happened. So because, so I mean we I mean I both I, we both agree on on reggae being so positive and that's what it puts out positive energy and vibes you know. So why is it that people still look at it as a negative way? Is it because, because they don't it's, understand it's it? It's a stereotype. You know what I mean? When you picture um, reggae, you picture you know a black dude with dreads smoking under a palm tree. You know what I mean? With a guitar or, you know what I'm saying? Drums or a group of, you know, black dudes with dreads. You know what I mean? It's all stereotype. It makes you not want to go over there and hang out because you're just going to be a stoner or a pothead. And So do you think if someone were to have, let's just say someone that's never listened to reggae music before, right? And they're, they have an open mind. They're like, hey, you know what? I've never, I've never heard of, you know, Jesse Royal, but... You know what? Let me give let me give his music a try, and they end up liking it. Yeah. And then they they tell their, you know, their homie, hey, you know, you should listen to Jesse Royal. He gets down, you know, and their homie's like, ah, oh, nah, it's whack. That doesn't mean Jesse Royal music's whack. No. That just means, out of those two people, there was one person that was being open minded and putting out that positive energy to try yeah, new it's things. It's all about your your exactly so open minded because somebody can come to me and be like. Like, I don't have anything against, like, rap music. You know what I mean? There are some times where I'll put on some Mozzie. You know what I mean? Like Cardi B. No. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Like, I have to be chilling with somebody that would be like, oh, put on this. And it's like, all right. I can handle, like, one or two songs. After that, I'm kind of like, Phew. Like, I'm done. Like, this is, this ain't for me, you know what I mean? Because it's not a positive. I listen to rap music now, and I, I want to go, like, do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I want to go, you know, start some shit, you know yeah. what I mean? And just in that moment, I'm like, damn, look how far I've come away from this music. If you're listening to Jesse Royal, right, and you know his music makes you feel good. That's all you know. You know what? I vibe to this guy. Um, he makes awesome music. He's very talented. And I met him. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do, how did that happen? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you really want me to tell you? It was crazy. We were at the show, uh, San Bernardino One Love Cali Festival. I think it was Long Beach. Long Beach. There we go. Yeah, I yeah. say San Bern- That's the next one. San Bernardino oh, okay, is the okay. next one. So his show was over with probably for like two hours, maybe. And by this time, I'm burnt out. I've been up for two days. Like, I'm tired. It was an all-day festival, all by day, the way. All day, all night. It was, it was nuts. So then my boy, Fidel, he looks over at a dude, and he was like, oh, look, that's Jesse Royal. Like, just joking, you know what I mean? And I looked over, and it did look like him for, like, a split second. And I was like, oh, it's not that full. Like, I got all happy for nothing. <laughs> so then, like, five minutes goes by. I take a look to my right. And it was this fool walking through a crowd by himself, like nothing. Had a little Haile Selassie Rastafari chain on. <laughs> he was dressed from the same stuff that he was wearing at the show. And I was like, that's Jesse Royal. It's my favorite artist. I pop up. I was sitting on the ground. Jump up. 
walk over to him and cool as cool as hell i tap him on the shoulder and i was like hey jesse and he turns around he was like yeah and i was like hey can i get a picture and he was like yeah and i looked at him i thought he said no because of his accent because of his accent and i was like damn for real and i was like yeah and he was looked at me like yeah like let's get this in you know what i mean so i was like oh my god boom snap two shots and i just told him i was like hey man i just want to let you know like you're the best doing it like this is an honor to meet you this fool like not bowed but you know what i mean like like a sign of like humbleness yeah respect you know what i mean and i was just like this is nuts bro like this for like appreciated what i told him you know what i mean and it meant so much to you right yeah because yeah. i'm like who i went to that show just to see him like i never thought that i would oh, this is a perfect opportunity to explain the law of attraction i've always wanted to meet him you know what i'm saying but i knew he wasn't gonna come to los banas to come and say hello to me LB. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the the process, the law of attraction would be, I had to spend the money that I worked for to buy the <laughs> ticket, to get all the way out there to meet this, not even to meet him, just to see him in a show. That's part of the law because it's all going to come down to the to the main goal is to meet him, right? Get to the show, stay up watch the show now i'm just chilling in a crowd i could have left and i would have missed the opportunity because there was another show going on that i wanted to watch but i didn't want to walk all the way across it was pretty far it was like the park to go watch these guys i'd seen them before so with that i stayed there now would you call that like the manifest destiny that because if I would have walked to go watch that show, I would have missed this chance. I think it started manifesting when Fidel said, hey, look, they're just royal, joking around. Because guess what? In your mind, you're like, damn, that would have been sick if it was him. And guess what? In your mindset, I, I mean, I know, you know, you got your tickets and you went and, you know, took the time out of work and everything. But I know damn right. Which Is, is this the first time you've seen him live perform? No. Okay, okay. So this was like... Third time. <laughs> and it gets better every time, I'm assuming. This was the best. So... <clears throat> I'm pretty sure when you snapped that picture with him, everything else was like, damn, this was priceless. Like, I, I couldn't... I was ready to go home right then and there. Exactly. So, I think, like, it, but that's the perfect example of manifest, manifestation and, and the law of attraction. So, when Fidel was joking with you and he's like, oh, look, there's Jesse Royal. And you're like... And you look. And I'm sure you look thinking it was really him. You're like, damn, man. Like, oh, haha, you know? Like, that's it. That would have been sick if it was him. And then, guess what? Boom, you had already put out that energy. And I didn't I, put out any energy because when, after that, I when totally we th- when we think of any when we think of anything in general, that's us putting out energy. When we think of anything in general, hold on, just one second, let me speak real quick. I can make so many jokes about that. No, because whenever whatever we think is what what we whatever we put out is what we get. So you were hoping you'd you'd be able to run into him or see him because you thought, you know, he was really there, and then you went about enjoying the other show like nothing. And then I'm sure you look at a certain way. Guess what? What if you were facing the opposite direction? You would have never even ran into him. But there's a reason why. One, you were facing the direction you were facing. Two, you seen someone after your friend jokingly said something when you knew it wasn't him. And then guess what? That that law of attraction 
got that energy you were sending out and like you can't tell me that was a coincidence sounds like a coincidence it's not me. a coincidence that was not a coincidence <laughs> like you running into jesse royal when he's your your favorite artist you've always wanted to meet him you didn't go to that show with the intentions of meeting him you went to go watch his show have a good time you know and it just happened why is it that you didn't run into just a random other reggae artist that you don't really care for? Like you don't think it's um you don't think that's like how could you explain how you met Jesse? Like you you would just say it's a coincidence. I just met Jesse Rowe. So then take a picture So then when you seen him, like were you facing a certain direction? Were you facing the stage or were I you I was fa- facing straight and then Was the stage in front of you or where No, stage was to my back. He was walking like from behind and I just glanced over to my right and I saw this dude that looked familiar and then I was like wait a minute that's Jesse Royal so had you been facing the stage I would have seen him on my left but had you still seen like you're let's just say you're facing the stage you would have still seen him right and let's just say you were going to him he'd be like hey man not right now no picture right now I'm good you would have been like, damn, all right, cool. You would have still took that, like, damn, you know, I at least got to see him, you know? At least, like, he's, like, you know what I mean? But then, I don't know. But then after you, let's just, okay, how it happened? You you actually seen him, you went up to him, like, damn, and I'm sure you were walking over here, like, oh, my God, this is Jesse Royal, you know? You tap him on but his But I show. wasn't expecting for him that to, to happen. be so chill. Like, I was expecting him to be like, nah, man, like, there's so many people around. Like, if I take a picture with you... You know, celebrity yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Right. The same old celebrity excuse. If I take a picture with you, I got to take a picture with, you know, 100 more people. Like, I got to go. You know what I mean? I can't do that right now. But he didn't. Like, he was hella humble. Like, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I was the only person in the whole crowd that, like, got up. And, like, I don't know if they didn't know who he was. I mean, he just performed. This guy's a big-time reggae artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, why isn't nobody, is everybody nervous? Like, is everybody just in awe? Like, this fool's just walking through the crowd like it's nothing? Like, nobody approached him to say, hey, you know, great performance, or I really love your music. Nothing. I was the only one to get up and, and like, kind of chase this fool down. I walk, I was walking behind him, and then he turned around because he had to go the, the other direction. And when he turned around is when I kind of like came face to face and i was like i was like hey jesse can we get a pick like i didn't say like oh my god you know what i mean like i approached him like i had knew him but like you were for years i called him by his first name you know what i mean like hey jesse is it cool if we get a pick and he was like yeah and i was like nah and he was like nah yeah like let's get this picker you know what i mean yeah hella cool about it but I will, I will not say that's the law of attraction because I have never thought to... I always said, yeah, it'd be cool to meet him, but how would I make that happen? Like, you didn't know how, you just knew you wanted it, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like a goal in life. It was just something like, yeah, that'd be it, it would be cool. But to sit there and to say, like, I planned it out, like, I, I bought VIP tickets to go meet Jesse, meet and greet, you know what I mean? Nah. Would you say you meeting Jesse has changed how you do things on the daily or is just like no. whatever? You don't He's just another human being 
that makes good music that I like to listen to. I didn't look at him in that instance as a famous person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to, I don't, if he would have told me, nah, man, like, I wouldn't have been less hurt. Like, I would have understand. This is his job. This is his, you know what I mean? Like, if he has to be somewhere and he has to say no to one person, I'll take that L than him having to say yes maybe to a hundred people and him losing an opportunity to do something else if, i don't know you know what i mean like yeah. i wasn't looking at it like if he says no to me like i'll never listen to his music again and blah 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 blah, blah. like nah man come on this fool's a grown-ass man like you have to respect what he's doing you know what i mean but then again if you if you were to you know tap on his shoulder and be like hey man can i get a picture and he was like fuck no well, that's still- that would have been, I would have been like, damn, like, but then again, that's my fault for putting him up there on this pedestal. Right. That's my pro- problem. Yeah. Because I could have met him and he would have been like, dude, fuck off. Yeah, you know he could have I mean? been a jerk, you know? You know what I mean? And I would have been like, well, that's not Jesse Rowe that I knew. I don't even know this dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, burn his jersey, you think? Yeah. Or like, I like, mean, like, you know I how, like, no they do I had no expectations. With- I had no expectations. It was just cool <laughs> that he was cool about it. That's yeah. what made the moment so fucking tight awesome yeah you know what i mean but like i hadn't been like i'll I'll never sit there and be like oh i need to meet him or i need to you know i would never go to like a warriors and Cavs game just to try to meet lebron because when i don't meet him then that money that i spent on that ticket was fucking wasted i think this is what we need to boil it down to you call it the law of attraction and there's a group of people that believe in that and that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's how you interpret it. And I interpret it as karma. Just like praying and meditation. It's the same thing. When you sit there and you pray, you're on your knees or, you know, at an altar, wherever you're at, you know, and you pray. You're quiet. Or you have, you know, a prayer book or whatever. You pray in your head. Like, that's <coughs> meditation. It's the same thing. You just call it something else. And I think that's where we're at. Yeah. Like, you call it the law of attraction, but I call it karma. karma. This is so funny. I think it was a law of attraction that brought you, as my first guest, on... You're really going to say that? No, that's... (laughs) I'm going to bring it down to it because... um, So, this all started as an idea, right? Like, I'm just going to tell you my point of view. It started as an idea... And I knew one, like I said earlier, I knew going into the, to the idea of the podcast was I wanted to have, you know, people that one, I look up to, which I do look up to you. Cause I, I love that you, you have such strong beliefs and on top of that, your energy is fucking A1. Yeah. I'm a little nice. stoned right now. So. Well, thank you so much for coming out. I'm, I'm glad that you came out on it and this is pretty much. Still, I mean, it's still like beginning stages because it's yeah. just episode two and everything. But thank you for episode coming. Episode two. It's episode two. Hey, yeah. So you're actually guest? you're actually my first guest. So, um, so that's pretty cool. But in the future, I do want to want you to come out with it in the future. I want to know how your dreadlock journey is going. And, oh yeah, I'm um, two weeks in. Two weeks so, in. That's yeah. tight. And how are you feeling with not washing your hair? Oh, it sucks. Really? But it's like I said, it's just time does not exist. So when you believe in what you believe in, you know, but in in reality, time and space, they don't exist. Like, you know, right. 
Well, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and um, end today's podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And, you know, stay tuned for the next video. Go ahead and follow me on the gram or on Twitter. Where at- can we find this podcast? On iTunes and iTunes. I will I'll go ahead and post the links on my Instagram and my Twitter. I'm always on there. You guys could always find me at neu underscore era. Um, if you guys have any questions or any ideas, feel free to hit me up. I'm always open to new topics. Or if you guys want to have anyone on here, hit me up or let them know. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much and. Um, Bye.